Hey, I'm Ali Burks Pesor, one of the creative partners for the local church, and you're listening to the Sunday Sermon Podcast featuring sermons from our Sunday liturgy. The local church is a bold and inclusive faith community based out of Chatham County, North Carolina. We gather for the work of worship every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. in person at House of Hops in Pittsburgh, North Carolina, and virtually on Facebook Live and YouTube. No matter where you find yourself listening today, know that you're right where you need to be. You belong. And we're so glad you're here. Our first scripture reading this evening is from Isaiah in the Old Testament, chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken, as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the trampling warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born to us, a son given to us. Authority rests on his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is the word of God for all of God's creation. Thanks be to God. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who is expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then the angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people to you is born this day in the city of David a savior who is the Messiah the Lord this will be a sign for you you will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and laying in a 
manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among whom God favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. This is the story of our Savior's birth. This is the good news that today and every day, a Savior has come for us. We remember that this story has been told for many years, but it is still alive in each of us. Amen and Merry Christmas. Gracious and loving God, on this beautiful evening, we give you thanks for the gift of Christmas, the gift of God enfleshed, the gift of love made local, the gift of incarnation. You didn't stand far off, God, but you came to be with us, to roll around in the stuff of life with us, to be Emmanuel, God, with us. And so meet us here tonight in our weariness, in our exhaustion, in our uncertainty, in our fear. Meet us here and transform us by your grace, O God. Let your word become flesh again among us here tonight. Open our eyes, our ears, our hearts to see you and encounter you and this night, this miracle in beautiful ways. We pray in the name of your son who is God with us, Jesus. Amen. If you're online, uh, I'm not sure which camera I'm looking into. This one right here. Hi. Good evening. We're glad you're here as well. Uh, So thanks for being here. We know that many of you are traveling tonight uh, or maybe catching us. Everybody's local somewhere. So wherever you are, you belong here. You have a place here. And we give God thanks for you. So maybe, uh, maybe for you, this area is home. Maybe this is home for you. Perhaps it's, it's your childhood home. Or maybe tonight you'll leave this service and travel to a place that you call home. Maybe some of you are are, are home from school, and so you're here at home for a little while till it's time to return. Whatever that looks like for you, whatever home looks like for you, perhaps you know the feeling. The feeling of returning home after being away for some time. It's so much seems to be the same, unchanged from the last time you visited, the last time you were home. But at the same time, you can't help but feel like things are also somehow different. The same and different. The pictures are in the same place on the wall. The house smells just as you left it. You still have to jiggle the toilet handle to get it to flush the right way. That one faucet still drips. Everyone still sits in the same place around the kitchen table, and then it hits you. It's you. 
you that's different. The thing that's different is you. You've changed. You're not the same person you once were. You've lived and loved and worked and played. You've been through some stuff, you know? Maybe you've mastered new TikTok dances or, or learned life hacks from BuzzFeed. Maybe you were exposed to new ideas. You've read new books or changed jobs or retired or traveled. But it's you that's different. And that's why each year on this night, we come home to this Christmas story that Grace read that you helped act out. The same story from Luke's gospel, Luke's biography of Jesus, essentially. Because though the words are the same, it hits different every year because we're different. And we tell the same story again and again, year in and year out, not out of habit or out of obligation, but because each time we return to it, we've changed. And that gives us new eyes and new ears, new hearts to receive something new. For God to show up in new ways. And so as I hear this story again, and anew this year, a different person than I was two years ago, a different person than I was last year too, it was the end of this story that Grace read that really struck me this year. With Mary, treasuring all of these things and pondering them in her heart. Mary, treasuring all of these things and pondering them in, your heart, in her heart. I'm going to bore you with a little Greek here, but I promise there's a payoff, okay? The Greek word there for ponder is in Greek, sumbalo, sumbalo. And the word sumbalo literally means to throw together, to throw together. In other words, this sort of pondering for Mary doesn't necessarily imply a kicking back with a glass of wine, candles everywhere, getting her huga on, right? That's a deep cut. Enjoying her silent night. Instead, it speaks more to the idea of Mary working to sort through everything that had been thrown together at her over the last year. Doesn't necessarily imply a Mary who's pensive and pleasant, but instead, it's a Mary who's working to make sense of all that's been thrown at her in the last year. It's a Mary who's thinking about an angel appearing out of nowhere and an engagement upended, about a birth far from home among the animals, about a group of shepherds finding them showing up, which is exactly what you want when you just had a baby. A lot of visitors. And everyone gets to go home eventually, except Mary, who's left there with a newborn, and she can't quite even explain how that happened. Sumbalo, thrown together. This sort of pondering is Mary asking, what just happened? If you've been in that stupor with a newborn, that fog, that period of time when everything runs together, when time just sort of collapses in on itself, or you know somebody who has, you know how Mary's feeling, that bone-tired weariness. This, this poor teenage mom from Nazareth has been through it, but she's not alone. Think of the others in the story. Think of what was thrown at Joseph, Mary's fiance, who didn't ask for this. This was not the future that she would have chosen for herself. Have you seen that bit where Joseph's like, hey, Mary, I made you a pie. And Mary's like, you made me a pie, but we don't have an oven. And, and Joseph says, well, God helped. And they waited a beat and says, you hear how that sounds? <laughs> Joseph didn't choose this life. 
And yet he shows up still. He, he could have walked away. He could have said, this is all just too much. But instead he shows up, makes the trip with Mary to Bethlehem, all for a child that doesn't belong to him. He's weary too, asking what just happened. And the shepherds, the shepherds worked so hard day in and day out. They, they sleep with animals and travel with them. They were, they were homeless, migrant workers at the bottom of power and privilege, lower than that even. They were among the outcasts, the marginalized, marginalized, the scorned in those days. Can you imagine how weary they were? And out of nowhere, <laughs> these angels appear to them. And the animals, too, The animals gathered the manger, forced to share their space with these human beings and a baby crying in the middle of the night. There's so much thrown together, so much weariness. But it wasn't just the main characters in this story either. The whole world, the whole world was weary, living under Roman occupation. The very beginning of the story that Grace read, we learned that there's a census to be taken. For taxation purposes, of course, to to line the coffers and build more empire, the rich get richer, the poor get poor. Emperor Augustus decrees that the whole world was to be registered. And there's a present but unspoken or else underneath. And in this decree, we catch a glimpse of what life is like under Roman rule because it didn't matter if you were sick or injured or old or pregnant, about to give birth. When the emperor decrees it, you don't have a choice. There's no agency. And when this is your life, day in and day out, it's deflating. It's exhausting. And it's been like this for a long time. Heartache. Oppression. Bloodshed. The whole world is weary. There's a lot to ponder. There's a lot that's been thrown together. And yet... This is exactly the world that God enters. This is exactly the world into which love comes local. A world that is tired, that's worn down, that's had a lot thrown together together at them. A world that's just barely hanging on. And when God enters into the story of Mary and Joseph and the shepherds and the whole world, I can't help but think of the words penned by Minister John Sullivan Dwight in 1855, who wrote the English version of O Holy Night. When God enters in, when love comes local and Christ is born, the weary world rejoices. The weary world rejoices. Since the local church last gathered here on Christmas Eve two years ago in 2019, so much about this place and this service is the same tonight. We're singing many of the same songs that we sang two years ago. We're telling the same stories, but goodness, we are not the same, are we? Can anyone here say, I'm the same? I think I'm the same. I don't think I've changed. So much has been thrown together at us. We're asking, what just happened? Anybody else? For all kinds of reasons, we find ourselves here tonight weary. Whether it's a pandemic that's taken a toll on your mental health or on that of someone you care about, or or maybe it's even taken a loved one far too soon. Maybe it's the constant stress of vigilance against COVID, wanting to keep yourself and those you love safe, unsure who you can trust or where you can go. 
Maybe it's a crack in your family over politics or a belief system, a crack that's grown over time, so much so that you've become estranged and the holidays make it that much harder. Perhaps it's a job that you feel stuck in and, and you know there's more out there, but you're not sure what it is. Or maybe your world has been rocked, turned on end, and, and like Mary, you're not sure what just happened. Maybe you've lost count of all the losses and disappointment over the last 22 months. They've piled up and everything just feels so heavy. I don't know what it is for you, but I know that we're different than we were two years ago. And yet... As we ponder these things in our hearts tonight, it is precisely this world, this weary world, that God chooses to enter into. On this night, we celebrate love being born anew in us, in the Christ child. In this child, Jesus, God with us, love made local, there's reason to celebrate, there's reason for every longing heart to shout for joy, because this child binds up the hearts of every broken-hearted person, throws his arms open to embrace every person who's ever felt different or unloved or unworthy or unwelcome, offers forgiveness and grace and second chances to anybody who needs it. And to anybody who's just barely making it, just barely hanging on, his presence promises that it won't always be like this. To anyone seeking a life of purpose, he says, come and follow me. He gives blessing to the hungry and to the poor and to the poor in spirit. And comfort to those who mourn. In Jesus, every soul can at long last feel its worth. I don't know about you, but there have been many seasons over these last 22 months it's been hard to feel joy because there's been so much. There's been so much. So much that's been thrown together. There's just been so much. And it feels like we've been waiting a long time for hope, for peace, for joy, for love. I feel it too. But my friends, on this oh holy night, as different as you are than you were last year and on the year before, receive this good news of great joy tonight. Receive this good news of great joy tonight. The wait is over. Love has come and all shall be well. So permission granted to feel that joy tonight. Permission granted to feel that joy tonight, to let it sink in and release it in whatever way you need to. Christ is born. God is with us. And the weary world rejoices. Amen. again. If you love what you hear, share this episode or send it to somebody who could use some good news this week. We'd also love for you to leave us a rating and reviews on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen. For more information about the local church, visit thelocalchurchpbo.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Local Church PBO. Until next time, love where you are.